Welcome to the Moments of Grace podcast. This is your host, Colleen Robison, founder of Purposely Thriving. I'm a personal trainer, certified yoga instructor, and wellness coach. Join me as we discuss real life and the opportunities to discover grace for ourselves as we journey to wellness. Well, hi. Welcome to episode one of Moments of Grace podcast with Purposely Thriving. I am so glad you're here today. Have you ever seen the movie Julie and Julia? It is a comedy slash drama slash biography slash documentary of the life of Julia Child as she journeys to find her place, find her purpose, and get her cookbook published, Mastering the Art of French Cooking. The movie is also about the story of Julie, a modern day woman who is trying to find her place of trying to find her purpose. And through that, she decides to challenge herself to cook all the recipes in Julia Child's cookbook in 365 days. I think there's like 525 recipes or something like that. And she's going to cook them all in a year and blog about it and write about it and share about it. And about halfway through her challenge, she is over overwhelmed. She's overwrought and overwhelmed. And she has this massive meltdown. The kitchen is small. She's angry with herself. She's angry with her husband. She ends up dropping the full-sized chicken on the ground and ends up on the ground herself, flat on her back, sobbing hysterically, throwing herself a good old-fashioned pity party. And the way that they film this scene is funny. It is humorous. And we're all laughing. You get a stitch in your side. You're laughing so hard. But I think we all laugh because we know it's true. We've all experienced it. We've all been there. We have all had that massive meltdown pity party moment. And it looks different for everybody. But I have a feeling there's tears involved. There might be some slamming of drawers or cabinets. Probably, definitely, chocolate or ice cream is involved. Um, but we've all experienced this moment of being absolutely overwhelmed, of reaching the end of what we can handle. And the only thing left to do is to cry in a corner, of to completely melt down. And what this kind of tells us is that we're all in it together because we're all trying to reach this idea of perfection and we're all coming short of the mark. I see it in the fitness industry. I see it in the wellness industry. I've been in this industry for a number of years and what is consistent is that it has created a culture of perfection and it's just, it's hard. It's hard to watch. It's hard to see women and men young and old, try to reach this summit of perfection in how their body looks or in how their wellness journey looks and coming short of the mark time and time again, or finding that while they might be able to reach that goal, 
something else in their life that is more valuable is suffering. And so what I want to kind of convey in our time together is that this idea of perfection is not what we want to be reaching for. You know, we are created individually with a purpose. Before I knew you, I knit you together in your mother's womb. And so we are created in the image of God and he created us as perfect as we need to be. And so the more that we strive for this idea of perfection that we all know, we all know deep in our hearts isn't true. Nobody's perfect. Nobody's going to be perfect and nobody should be perfect. But the more that we strive for that, the more that we lose out on something else. I don't know who has gotten on the Pinterest bandwagon. I know I did from the very beginning. Um, it, when it first came out, it was, it was so neat, wasn't it? Is it a way to pin ideas to a cork board that you didn't need the cork board. You didn't need the visual clutter on your office wall. Uh, you could all have it neatly organized on your computer. And so it was this idea of pinning ideas that you want to try later or being inspired by something that you see. And what it has become is a nightmare of Pinterest-worthy hustle and overwhelm. Now, I'm not saying it's not it's not good. I get recipes from Pinterest all the time. But what I'm saying has become faulty about it is this idea of being Pinterest-worthy, of knowing that the only things that are Pinterest-worthy are the perfect things. You know, how many birthday parties for one-year-olds have you seen on Pinterest where everything is perfect? Everything is so clever. The mom has probably lost her mind curating this party for a one-year-old that the kid's not even going to remember. They're not going to know. They'd rather play with the cardboard box than the individually cut figurines that she has placed on every single cupcake. But we keep continuing to strive for this Pinterest-worthy experience because we have to show somebody that we are perfect. And uh, what it is, I think, is just this never-ending battle to compare yourself to something that's not even true. I'm going to lay it right out for you guys. Pinterest lied. The pictures that we see on Pinterest are a single snapshot in somebody's life that shows perfection. And if you turn the camera 90 degrees or you turn the camera to face inward, you're going to see that nothing else is perfect. It is a curated snapshot of a moment in time that probably as soon as they took the picture was gone. And that's okay. Like you can create these beautiful pictures, but we need to know that that's all it is. We need to know that it's not um, something that we should be breaking our backs for because it's not true. It's not how the rest of the plan goes, I guess you could say. And so what I kind of want in this arena of our time together is to shine a light into those moments where we feel like we have to keep up with this culture of perfection to compare ourselves with uh, what is considered worthy. Because we know as children of God that that's just not true. That's just not what we are called for. We are called with a purpose and we are called 
to walk that path, that journey of our purpose with grace and humility. And it's hard to walk that path if we are more concerned about what people think of us than we are of what God has called us for. And so I'm not saying it's an overnight sensation that we're just going to wake up one day and be like, I don't care what anybody thinks about me ever again. (laughs) That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is I want us to be able to find these moments of grace uh, where in the midst of this comparison perfect culture that we can take a step back and we can see that what we are doing and who we are is good, that we are deserving of good things, that we are living a life that is in testimony to what God has called us for. If you look up the word grace in the dictionary, you're going to see a lot of things about physical attributes and walking with grace and moving, especially aesthetically pleasing. But what grace is in the context that we're looking at it is God's favor towards the unworthy. It's his benevolence on the undeserving. And the great thing about grace is its willingness to forgive and bless abundantly in spite of not deserving it. So if we see it as a sense of propriety and consideration for others, why can't we see it as that for ourselves? Showing compassion and consideration for ourselves, especially in those moments where you feel like if you don't measure up to what the culture is saying you should measure up to, then you're a failure. And we know that that's just not true. We know that we are worthy and that we are going to be blessed abundantly, even though we don't quote unquote deserve it. Um, and so that is where I want to spend our time together. I want us to spend our time speaking truth into the lies that we are told over and over again through stories and examples and tips and, you know, maybe some tools that we can use and some ideas of how we can take a step back, take a deep breath and think clearly through what is happening. Are we reacting to something? Are we thinking through something logically and reasonably or is it just completely out of control and we're just reacting from our emotions? Because I think that's where we end up trapped in this idea of perfection. Because if we take a step back and we say, I can clearly see that this photo has been doctored, has been edited, has been changed within an inch of its life into what is not even real, then I know that it's not something that I should be striving for. So uh, let's bring in some guests to talk about things. Let's have conversation and let's have a reminder to offer our grace to ourselves at all moments in every walk of life, in every aspect of life, your wellness journey, and maybe not even your wellness journey, but spending this time together, supporting one another, lifting each other up and learning how to find grace in those moments where we feel like there's no grace to be had. So I can't wait to see what comes. I can't wait to get to know you better. And I'm just so excited. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope that you found inspiration and courage to take that next step. Any questions, or if you'd like to learn about a specific subject, 
please email Colleen at PurposelyThriving.com. Information about classes and our monthly webinars can be found at www.PurposelyThriving.com. Love and hugs and God bless. This information is not to be taken as medical advice. Colleen is not a medical professional. Please consult your physician before embarking on a new fitness or wellness plan.